broadcasting live from the beautiful Sheridan Grand at Wild Horse Pass for Conscious Capitalism 2019. It's time for CEO Exclusive. Now, here's your host, Suini Co. Welcome to CEO Exclusive. We're continuing our live broadcast from the Conscious Capitalism Conference here in Phoenix. And I am really excited to have John Mackey, who is the CEO of Whole Foods and co-author of Conscious Capitalism, the book, and one of the fathers of the movement, um, on the show with me in this segment. John, welcome to the show. Thanks. Good to be here. Um, and in fact, Jonathan, who was on the show yesterday, I told him, if I could have John Mackey on the show, I would like lay down on the ground and die happy. So I am not going to do that to you, but I am really happy that you're here. And um, one of the things that I wanted to ask you is taking the 10,000-foot view, you know, you've been at this for a while now, where are we, from your perspective, in the adoption of conscious capitalism and have, having conscious capitalism be capitalism, be like the whole thing? Uh, it's a generational change. Mm. Um, there's the old story that you make progress one funeral at a time. And most people are thinking that, you know, how do we change the bigger corporations and make them more purpose-driven and... and stakeholder-oriented, and, and I think the answer is that um, that will come. I, I really do think conscious capitalism works better, and that's why it's going to ultimately triumph. Businesses that practice the tenets of conscious capitalism, uh, all other things being equal, meaning strategy and competitive advantages and things like that, they have, a, they have certain, uh, they, they, they will outperform in the marketplace if other things are, e- are equalized. Uh, <clears throat> however, uh, it requires a new generation of entrepreneurs who create companies from scratch on conscious capitalism principles. And eventually they'll compete, they'll grow, they'll compete with legacy companies, and they'll, over time they'll outcompete them in the marketplace. And then you'll have younger, um, younger people coming in that will rise up in those legacy corporations, and they'll eventually gain uh, leadership positions and even CEO positions, and then I think you'll see those companies begin to alter as well. So, in fact, because business is competitive and if you don't evolve, you fall behind and you lose, there's strong incentives for corporations to basically change, Uh, and those that can't change, again, tend to go extinct. So where are we in a 10,000 view? We're I think we're pretty early still, but the word conscious capitalism is getting into the common lexicon. It's you, 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 you hear about it, you hear people using it, you hear presidential candidates using it, uh, maybe not in the way we intended it to be, but um, nevertheless, it's beginning to catch on, and we're seeing more and more and more young CEOs and, and entrepreneurial companies and mid, mid-market companies following the principles. So... Um, I mean, I think in another 20 years, it's going to be very powerful. So what do you think it's going to take now as you know, leaders of the movement to, to achieve full adoption? What, uh, what needs to happen now? I mean, it is happening now. Mm. I mean, books are written. We have, people are talking about it. Uh, you have good role models out there, and it, it just needs to continue. It's, it's, it's like... Uh, it's been launched, and we're creating chapters around the United States and chapters around the world that are that have conscious capitalism uh, meetings. And it's 
generally ideas go through a certain predictable stages. And so the first stage is they're basically ignored because it's like beneath notice. That's, you know, I don't even pay attention to that. It's kind of ridiculous. And then the second stage is they're sort of, um, they're, they're ridiculed. They're made fun of. It's like, well, that's, that's stupid. That, I mean, everybody knows business is about maximizing profits. And to say anything differently, that's just ridiculous. You're, you know, ha, 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 that's just dumb. And then the third is more active resistance against it, meaning it's making progress and you're, it's hard to laugh at it. And so people begin to attack it. And, that, and that's when you know you're getting tra- traction. So as conscious capitalism begins to become attacked, it's really beginning to make traction because the old paradigm will not go quietly into the night. It'll struggle and we'll have, there'll be debates and struggles and arguments. And I, I think we're beginning to get to that stage where it's becoming, you're beginning to, to hear that these ideas debated, stakeholders versus stockholders. Is there a profit, higher purpose to business besides just making money? These kind of questions are now beginning to be discussed and debated within companies and within the larger framework of society. And then the fourth stage is sort of coexistence. It's like, well, you know, you do your thing, we'll do our thing, and we can coexist. And the fifth stage, when you know you've really arrived, is when it's like, well, duh, everybody knows that. That's obvious. Of course businesses should have a higher purpose. That's like everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. Or... Of course you should care about all the stakeholders. Doesn't everybody? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the ideas move in that kind of pattern, and I think uh, we're getting into the – it's beginning to be moved past the ridicule stage into the, into the, into the resistance stage. But we're certainly a long ways away from it being, duh, everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. From full adoption. Well, most people still think of business as greedy and selfish mm-hmm. and exploitative. And the paradigm of business is not a good one. It's, it's, uh, business is the greatest value creator in the world. Business has done so much good, but it doesn't get credit for it because people question the motives of business. It's about money, 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 money. And it's about selfishness and greed and, and just getting rich. And the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And there's this anti-business narrative out there. And conscious capitalism really aims to change the narrative about business. And when we do that, that's when we'll really be successful. Mm. So then not all movements fulfill their promise, right? I mean, we can all think of movements that didn't fulfill their promise. So as you think about, you know, being the you know, father of the movement, what are some of the things that you think are pitfalls? I have, I have some concerns. I have a few things that I'm thinking of, but, and I may ask them if, if we have time, but I'm well, wondering what you think they well, are. Well, there's, there's two places, there's two points of view that resist the conscious capitalism message. <clears throat> the, first, the first resistance comes from traditional business paradigm that mistrusts conscious capitalism is somehow or another um, a betrayal of capitalism, that, it's, that this is a trick. This is a Trojan horse to get more control and more regulation of business by government. So there's just a mistrust, that, and they will defend the importance of shareholder, maximizing shareholder value, maximizing shareholder profits, and to, and to argue against that is falling into the hands of the enemy. Mm-hmm. So they resist. And then there's the traditional anti-business narrative that's pretty predominant in the media, pretty predominant uh, mm-hmm. w- amongst intellectuals around the world, actually, which is business is inherently bad. It's, it's, it's because it's, it's focused. It's exploitative. It, it takes it, advantage it, of yes, people, blah, blah. Exactly. It takes advantage of customers, exploits the workers, ruins the environment. Uh, it's, it's, 
It's a terrible system, and you can't talk about conscious capitalism because that's a complete contradiction in terms. There cannot be a conscious capitalism because capitalism is bad. Business is bad, and they can't be reformed, and we need to completely change the system to socialism or democratic socialism or something like that. Those are the two places that push back from opposite directions against the, the paradigm that conscious capitalism is trying to shift us to. So I'll ask you about one of the things that I think about um, as I contemplate having every CEO in the country know, love, and, and use these principles in operating their business. I think, for me, I, I get concerned about um, judgment and binary thinking. So I hear people talk about, I'm a member of the conscious capitalism movement, or you know, I'm a conscious capitalist. And in your book, one of the things you said is that capitalism is inherently good and it's right. inherently conscious because it's the voluntary exchange of good and service, goods and services. It's not like in the Middle Ages where people, if they wanted something, would go kill somebody or take something. It is people doing something together. But what I think and what I've seen even in small places is that sometimes when people, if we end up in the binary mode, which I am or I am, I'm, I'm a good person, I'm a good conscious capitalist or I'm not, then you end up in this place where people are incented to purpose wash or pretend, right? They don't necessarily are going to follow all the way through the principles, but they want the sticker. They want the label. They want the pat on the back that says, I'm a conscious capitalist, but they're not really adhering to the principles. And then you end up in the situation where it's just crap, right? Like you see the person who has the sticker on their car or they have the label in their email, but then they're mistreating, they have, you know, child labor in India or, you know, they're mistreating their customers. And then people who aren't in the movement say, you know, that's crap. So that's one of the things that I worry about. Like somehow this will devolve into just a label. And so I wonder what your thought is on that. Well, first of all, it's not, it's not binary. Consciousness is always on a continuum. There are no perfect people. There are no perfect businesses. There's no perfect doctors, there's no perfect engineers, there's no perfect teachers, there's no perfect reporter. It's human beings are fundamentally uh, striving to perhaps improve themselves, but it's, it's a journey, right? It's a lifetime journey. So I don't think it's binary. I never have thought it's binary. Great. Uh, so I kind of reject that thinking. But if you're worried about the greenwashing, uh, I mean, it's something to be concerned about, I think, in a little bit. But also remember, if... A business is saying or trying to tell people that they're more conscious. They're also saying that's important. And even if they're hypocritical, they're already saying that, wow, we should be this way. And that's progress. It's progress to... You should pretend that we are this if, way. If you know what? If you <laughs> pretend that you're that way, eventually you become that way. Mm. And if you're saying those things in your organization are important then people start to take that seriously. It's actually part of the shift. Mm. And if you just recognize that um, uh, you might say hypocrisy is the thing that vice does to virtue, but we're moving towards virtue. Conscious capitalism is in some ways an ethical, uh, changing the ethical narrative about what business is. And so even if people don't quite live up to the high standards, and nobody does completely, Whole Foods doesn't, Google doesn't. There are no perfect companies out there. Businesses is, is, consist of people, and people make mistakes, and, and it's impossible to be perfect. Mm -hmm. But you're striving to be better. And if corporations are talking about the importance of being more conscious and having a higher purpose and taking care of stakeholders, even if they don't completely walk the talk, 
remember, this is a generational change. If they keep saying those things, people are going to take it more and more serious in the organization, and they'll be moving that direction despite their hypocrisy or despite their failures. Mm. Patience. Not my biggest virtue. Like, the ex- like we were just talking about humility. Humility isn't one of my big ones either. So sorry. Um, you're but, not you're not perfect either, are you? Um, so, but you know what? You're that's just, why I'm pushing for the non-judgment thing. I think if we get into judgment, where this well, thing's going to die quickly. I agree. Well, I will point out though that the fact that you said, you know, I, patience isn't my best virtue, and uh, uh, and that humility is not one of your best. That always already shows a, a degree of consciousness. You're self-aware of where you struggle. And as business becomes self-aware of where it struggles, it can make improvements over time. So being aware is the first thing you have to do if you want to move towards a higher virtue or higher consciousness. You're already becoming more aware, and then you, as businesses become more aware of their failings and where they're falling short, then they can make different choices in the future. Hmm. So, I, you know, of course, I would love to spend the entire afternoon talking with you about conscious capitalism, but I know that there are other people who want to talk to you as well. So I would, I would like to ask in closing, our target is, is the CEOs who are not in the room, right? All those mid-market CEOs who are, I think are going to be the tipping point for this movement. What do you want to say as the person who wrote the book to somebody who's just maybe listening to this, just sinking their teeth into it for the first time? Well, the higher purpose of our conscious capitalism nonprofit is to elevate humanity through business. So what I want to say is if, if you are somebody who wants to help elevate humanity through business, if you feel like business can be this force for good in the world, join us. That's what we're doing. And we need all the help we can get. Um, join our team. Join our club. Join our movement. We need as many people that are committed to making the world a better place through business to join our movement. So that's what I say. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you.